that's why when we went to this album, I felt like it was my obligation, not only to be more flexible, but to be that more adamant and making sure that we are not fucking good, that we do fucking great. Hello and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. Hey everyone, it's James. Richmond rapper Black Lick teamed up once again with Rhode Island's Mopes to create Choice as a Chance. In our conversation, we talk about how these two first connected, the technique Black Lick uses to write in such depth and with such a quick turnaround, and how Mopes has settled into his production over the last few years to create with more intention. Plus, if you listen to the end, you'll get a tiny glimpse of what their third project together may be. So please pick up Choices a Chance now at strangefamous.com and watch for it wherever you stream music on April 14th. Plus, both Mopes and Black Lick will be performing alongside Jesse the Tree and Sage Francis on Friday, April 21st at the Met in Pawtucket. So get your tickets now for this historic return of some Rhode Island hip-hop legends. Can you talk about how you two first connected? Um, you know, I mean, your history, Black, goes way back, and I, I want to, you know, get to that next. Um, but how did you uh, start working together? I mean, uh, can you talk about that? This is what the fuck happened, kind of like in a strange way. So the uh, I'm going to give you, like, the, the super long, strange version kind of, too. So back in the day, I met V. Dolan at um at Atmosphere show because I went to hang out with Atmosphere up at fucking mm-hmm. the Norva when they were in town because those are my guys. So I was yep. hanging out with them and we started talking with V. Dolan and V. Dolan was like, oh yeah, Nicholas Cage. And we all started talking about, as you see in the background, Nicholas <laughs> motherfucking Cage. And um, we were laughing about it. That was a tour where Atmosphere kept a, t- a, a DVD play- player playing Jaws the entire tour. And so... um. That's what that's how it all came up at first. So I was talking about how I was kind of fucked on, you know, fucking with Steven Seagal because he's gotten kind of bad. And um, not film-wise as a person. And his, mm-hmm. his latest films, fucking terrible and awesome. But the shit got kind of weird. We hung out, we talked, and V Dawn was cool as shit. And you know, yeah, like I ended up playing their music and his his performance was phenomenal, like just fucking incredible. So we all hung out for hours. They kicked us out to Norva after the show. Like we were there till like one or something like that. They're like, Oh, we gotta go. So we were fucking, we all like hung out then we finally walked out and everything together said peace and i just never forgot how good of a dude v dolan was and so um i threw shows in richmond called uh face melt friday and i mm-hmm. it was a bi-monthly show series at a venue called strange matter at the same time of course you know i'm on the two different radio stations so i um i had been playing sage and, and Beatle and shit you know saying i'm a beer mid and all that and mm-hmm. then it came up time for them to do the fucking tour and so when the tour came up, the guy who ran the booking at Strange Matter back then, Mark, he was like, yo, these guys want to do a show here. And then he was like, Sage Francis is be doing. I was like, get the fuck out of here. And he was like, yeah, but the only date they can do is the one that you have booked. And I was like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Push my shit back a week. Let's fucking do it. Be doing. It's the fucking man. And I, you know, I've always admired Sage. I finally get to meet this motherfucker, right? Yeah. And so um, 
I uh, I fucking gave the date up, and I was just like, just make sure I'm on the show, dog. You know, they're legends. I want to rock with them niggas. And he was like, oh, yeah, of course. And so uh, I'm going to click this thing up over here, too. So I was like, fuck, yeah, let's do this shit, right? And um, we did the shit. And it was like a semi-eye show. It was fucked up, kind of weird Richmond shit. And um, I was just excited to meet all of them. I met Sage first, and he was in grind mode. And then I met Vito in again, and we all hung out. The show was good. Niggas rocked that shit. And um, they got to see me in person, do my thing and shit. And, you know, mm-hmm. niggas knew shit was real, vice versa. I watched their performance. And if you do a show with Black Lick, you get a full fucking critique of your whole technique. So I hit him with all that shit, too, you know what I mean? But it was like, yo, these are good dudes, you know what I mean? And yeah. Slug always spoke extremely highly of, of all of them. So, because I, I I said, yo, you know, tell me about these niggas. So fucking um, fast forward to the end of the world. And I get an email and it's like, hey, we're working on this thing, like a strange, famous and friends thing. And Sage had been kind enough because I was a big fan of DYMFS also. And mm-hmm. uh, Sage was kind enough to say, we want to include you on this project that we're doing, you know, saying there's a big pile of beats to choose from. And at that time, I was kind of like, I was not twiddling thumbs, but I, I was like, you know, spinning part of the globe and wanted to put tips on my fingers. And I, I was hoping I could drop it to find something new to pick it up with. And so when I saw that email, I was like, fuck yeah, let's just go to war. I had no intentions or idea that any of this would go. I didn't know who Prolific was, you know what I'm saying? And um, I found out he was behind the beats and shit. And I was like, straight up, which ones can't I use? Because I'll rhyme on everything. And so I like went the fuck in. I sent this nigga. He's like, he was like, well, uh, which is uh, so good. Yeah, yo, I was like, what are we, what are we not doing? So I fucking got a list of them, and I just knocked all that shit out like fast. And I was like, boom, mm-hmm. here you go, like same week type shit. And then he, I was like, what else can we do? What about these other joints? And he was like, uh, everybody hasn't been quite as aggressive as you've been, black. And then I got an email from this guy also, and he was like, hey, because apparently he heard some or some shit. He's like, what the fuck is up with this dude? And we just started going back and forth. And um, I'll never forget, he sent me a, uh, I mean, we were talking back and forth. And he's like, you know, it's like we're, we're plotting on something. Let's call this the plot. And um, that's All when right. Thomas, Thomas and Price started out as the plot. And uh, we went back and forth. And then we started to see that we had like a project together. And we did only, only one phone call. We had one phone call where we both struck, we both spoke in our own sharp edges of things. And about our non-fuck givings and our past, present, futures. And then yeah. after that, I was like, all right, I know who this nigga is. He knows who the fuck I am. And we got right back to work. And mm-hmm. we hit a, like we finished it. And then we hit kind of like a pause. And then I was just like, yo, we got all this dope shit. And and I was like, there's a project in here. And he was like, there's a project in here. And so uh-huh. we like just started experimenting with an arrangement. And mm-hmm. then Sage heard it. And he was like, yo, there's a project in here. And we were like, yo, three's company, you know what I'm saying? And the amigos. <laughs> So that's how it all started. And then um, after lots of weird shit, long emails from me, lots of questions, answers, and bullshit, we fucking got through all of each other's bullshit to the real shit. And that's kind of how we got where we are and how we have our strange relationship. Like, it's usually people are like, oh, I was producing with my man. She's my homie, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, that's how we came. And instead, it's like, it's great to have a relationship with somebody who, like, you know, with most that is just as close. But mm-hmm. it was started the opposite direction. We started out as collaborators before anything. Mm-hmm. And that's really allowed us to to lead with productivity. And in my life, that's like my favorite shit. Like some people mm-hmm. love chocolate. I love fucking working. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like from your perspective, Mopes, I mean, obviously, you know, Black Lick just kind of hit on that. But like from your own vantage point of what, like how this stuff transpired, you know, what was that? Like, I mean, 
I know that you just, you know, when we talked, you know, uh, couple of years back you know when you released unwound and stuff like that um you know you were just working on some beats but yeah can you talk about you know before your ep uh and and this kind of stuff when when black lick kind of came into the fold like what uh like and, and yeah, getting so and getting that interaction with with black lick for the first time i guess you know yeah so yeah what black said the first thing i heard were, was um we were putting together like a comp compilation and he had like yeah, six or seven verses he sent in or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, man, this dude is, he's on it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he's just on, like, it was just intriguing to me that he was just, he I, obviously hungry, right? So I was like, okay. Yeah. And he was dope. So I was like, all right, let's, that was, uh, we hit kind of like a lull with the compilation. Just because people weren't responding. It's so hard to put that shit together from scratch. Mm -hmm. So I kind of hit him up. And was like, hey, what are you working on? And oh, okay. yeah. he's just, it was just kind of, you know, fuck, let's do it. You know, it was like, oh, nothing. Like, what do you, what do you think? It was like, cut through the bullshit. What are you thinking? And like, here's a beat, boom. And we just kept, kept it moving, kept yeah. putting things together. And it was just, um, we talked about this on a, a like a, a podcast that we did, another podcast we did this week. And the song "I'm Not Right" was what really, um like part of the seas and gave me like okay this is what this is who we who me and him can be as a as a duo mm -hmm. um there's a, a line in there it's like one of the first lines and it talks about how um his dad was putting beer in the pot and cooking spaghetti in it yeah yeah and that shit said so much in just that one sentence and then he went back on to rapping on, on some fly stuff and it just it took me back to like the stuff that I love to listen to, mm -hmm. and I found a connection in that. Like, did my dad do something that specific? No, but I understand where Black's coming from, and I understand how Black grew up, and I found the sim I had similarities to that. Mm -hmm. And I think being able to say some shit like that and then still flow and keep it keep it moved, like, it just it's just. <laughs> It's kind of what hip hop is to me, you know, like it's mm -hmm. just, it's everything. It's a jambalaya. It's not like steak, peas, carrots. It's it's mm -hmm. the whole shit's mixed together, right? So when I heard that, I was like, fuck, that's it. That's what yeah. me and him are gonna, that's what we're gonna connect. It's gonna, it, it was like real seamless because like Black said, we didn't grow up together. Like, you know, we didn't meet each other at a show or, you know, it just like, we kind of came into each other's lives and the shit just worked. Yeah. So what we uh when we we had I don't know six or seven songs done for Time is the Price. I don't even think we had dumb yeah, we didn't even have dumb and intro yet. And yeah, those came um, kind of later. Yeah, because what happened is I sent it as a courtesy to Sage. It was like, hey, we're just gonna like put this shit out for free. Check this shit out. And Sage is like, let's put it out. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, okay. Cause now it's okay. like that's different. It's different when it's it, we're just like, hey, we're just fucking no, not that we were fucking around, but I, I was like, okay, now this is gonna have like a serious release. Yeah, exactly. So I, I I whipped up dumb, I whipped up intro and sent them over to black to kind of round out the album. And yeah. when I when I made those songs and how you know black is like I sent him a beat, he gives me a verse within one or two days. Oh yeah, no, not verse, he gives you the entire song within one mm -hmm. or two days. And when I heard dumb, when I heard intro, I'm like, ah. Man, there's so much more potential here. 
you know yeah, okay. but i was like okay this is it we're gonna we're gonna package this up and then when uh i was already working on jesse's album i was already working on my album and you know me and storm and sage were talking like why don't we we'll do the mopes ep which randomly came about because i was working with black and jesse so to, as a way to introduce them on the label i yeah. had them on the ep on the ep with party mcfly and all that stuff so it kind of became like the super friends thing of uh <laughs> let's let's make this legit let's make that let's move as a unit instead of moving as individuals so yeah since that day i just feel like the label has changed mm -hmm. yeah so you know? just talks about that too right like there's kind of like a new yeah you know, like wave the like version whatever 3.0 yeah. or whatever it is you yeah know? just yeah. and um i feel like i got you know with black and jesse and now some of these other folks like well i feel like i got like a team i'm moving mm -hmm. with instead of That's like cool. you know black doing his thing me do like we're moving as a unit and it um mm -hmm. yeah it's motivating and inspiring and um yeah and then you know just who black is as a person his work ethic his energy um you know he eats healthy he exercises like all that shit i'm into so I just knew, yeah, yeah yeah you know what I mean so it's like this month I fuck with this dude forever yeah you know? yeah so yeah, you know me and him you know sometimes it's like we disagree but we keep it moving and we're just like we trust yeah. each other I feel like our trust yeah. now with the second album and moving forward mm -hmm. with shit it's just like we we know we have our both our our best interests at heart we mm -hmm. know we're we're both extremely passionate and if we are in disagreement it's because we're passionate we want to make the shit better. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or oh, we don't think it works, and we're like, I don't think this shit works. Hot, like, what's going on? Tell me, you know, let's work through this. So yeah, we can talk yeah, about been... shit, yo. A lot yeah. of motherfuckers mm -hmm. can't talk because they got fucking feelings in the way. Shit. Yeah. Most understands, man. Despite his name being somewhat of an emotional state, this man is made of fucking steel, and he will motherfucking be real about his shit, and he ain't no bitch. He'll stand up on it. You know what I mean? He'll give you not just I don't feel like it. He'll tell you why he doesn't think this or that. And he'll also say this, that. And my thing is, I'm not a person who's disagreeable or agreeable. He understands, like, I'm just straight to the fucking point. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm willing to yeah. fail. I'm willing to fail at something instead of being a bitch and running away from it. I'd rather yeah. fail yeah. at it, see what I can learn from it, see what he can learn from it. And then yeah. we'll just, we'll, we'll keep going because that's the, yeah. we don't, we're not looking at the step in front of us. We're looking at the entire race and the, yeah. the entire fucking course. And, He's great at that. He has great perspective. And that should help yeah. a lot. Because I've dealt with mm -hmm. a lot of weak ass motherfuckers in the past. Like who just mm -hmm. have put feelings in the way. Or when you least expect it, they got some shit in their heart that ain't ain't like about the future. And, and I'd be like, yo, like, nah, man. And then yeah, I Yeah, we got you gotta clear the air. Yeah. Clear the air in the morning. Are you, are you talking about like lyrically and stuff like that? Like, do, would you have like notes on that kind of stuff? Or like what are the some of those like disagreements that you guys will structure man kind of structure yeah, yeah okay it's, yeah, yeah it's like yeah but i think you know the um like the song structure you mean so like that we should you know have yeah, this like uh, the, i think the second uh i'm trying yeah, to yeah you give him your version and i'll explain how how it works for me so i'll give yeah, you we a, should, a, what we it's should like. talk about me like because uh, yeah. um i sent black a beat and at first he was just like ah and i'm like dude just and you're like no it. that's the beat mode <laughs> i'm just like i'm just like <laughs> i've been there before. well it's like one of those things where it's just like give it a second give it a second yeah. sit on it fuck, like see if you can fuck with it because in my mm -hmm. mind i can hear it yeah i can hear it you know what i mean and uh and he gave you know he trusted me enough to put some shit and it's my favorite song on the album yeah what like, song was that little, uh, me. little me oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yes yeah yeah right so, like, 
Yeah. You know, it, it's 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 his. You know what I mean? Like to me, that's the joint that like I came across my like my personal journals, not to say his level, but my own shit. You know what I'm saying? My thing where I'll be scribing because I have this whole thing I'm doing right now for this book shit. And I was reading this shit, and it, and it was about how like I had to get out of my own way and trust his his thing, his his mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. And he also made a compromise, but I said no, I'm gonna do this joint for you. And and of course that also meant I got a fucking triple killer because you're gonna fucking pay. But you know what I'm saying? Like that whole shit was like um when I get a beat or when I hear something, I got like synesthesia shit, man. So when I hear something, I see some shit. Like mm-hmm. like for instance, when the final mixing process of the album takes place or took place, I didn't mix it with my I don't I don't do mixing with my ears. I do it like with my eyes for lack of a better term. Like I mm, see I see things in different places. Yeah, if something doesn't fit like in the thing that I see. I can, I can, I just had to figure out how to describe that in the form of sound. So uh, there's a lot of fronts and behinds and besides and shit like that. And some people get it. Sometimes it's a problem, but with these guys, they fucking get it. Especially though he was great. But, um, to the record sense, when I got the beat, there was a part where like, I saw everything in, 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 in the thing. And I was like, word, I can, I can hop right in here and ride this thing with it. And then there was like a structurally, a structural part that, I, that was kind of, I believe, going in the opposite direction. And that's what that conflict for me. Like, I can't fight with myself, with myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't fucking sit here and argue about the direction and momentum that I feel with something or go against it and wrestle with what, you know, that we're not, we're not shouting in the same direction here. You know what I mean? And so I try, though. Like, I do, I do three. I'll fail three times at this shit, and then I have to stop because otherwise I'll start forcing instead of feeling. And I don't ever want to force a feeling or feel fucking forced. So... Mm-hmm especially when it comes to creativity. So we had this whole yeah, like yeah. email exchange and shit and a text exchange, I think as well, we were all over it. And he fucking made a slight, uh, a slight edit to it. And when I heard it, I said, word, like, you know, I gotta respect this, you know what I mean? And then I have to kill it, it has to die. So I fucking, um, I went there, but I mean, that's how like the process works for me. I've had so many in, in the long years of constant fucking writing, recording and freestyling and shit like that. Like. When I write, I care. When I freestyle, it's just what the fuck ever. And I'm nice on both sides of it. But freestyling mm-hmm. is a place where, you know, we have, we have fun sometimes. We don't necessarily, I'm not to say that we don't have fun writing, but freestyling, you can go to different places with shit. When it comes to writing, you know, the story that we're telling and what I, I me wanting every single word to mean something as part of this bigger thing, all mm-hmm. that shit is very fucking serious to me. So when I hear a beat, and something's out of like out of line. It's like walking barefoot on a hardwood floor with a nail sticking up. You know what I mean? Like eventually, yeah, yeah. even though that fucking nail's all the way in the corner of the room, eventually I'm gonna step on that motherfucker. So we gotta hammer that bitch down right now. And mm-hmm. once he did that, it was, it was all the way to the wood. You know what I'm saying? We went harder than the fucking floor. But all that shit to me, it, it's like what I see, and I see this expanse, and I and I feel it, and it's like, yo, I know we can fill this room up with some incredible fucking furniture. Mm-hmm. And and a TV and a video game system too and some call and a curate. but you know the, the bare necessities in life. And yeah, we yeah. did that, yo, know? and and that's that's what's really great though is like he knows is incredibly consistent with creating those expanses that make me see those fucking places. It's very rare. It, it was very rare in this process that I didn't get a, that I got a beat and didn't fucking hear the song in my head. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think like there was the the, maybe one beat that you were just like, eh. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was. Yeah, there was only one and it was only because it just didn't feel necessary because of how strong strange famous was oh that yeah was, that's right that's yeah. right yeah they yeah. were they, they were arguing and that's right 
I felt like for us to be going forward, because everything, like, I got to say, Mo. So you're talking about the song Strange Famous. Yeah, yeah, the song. Yeah, Mo yeah. doesn't send whack beats. You know what I'm saying? I had a, my old producer type shit and everything. One guy would send six and four would be dope. The other guy would send 10 and two would be dope. Mobs is like nine out of 10 every single time. And the only reason why I say nine out of 10 is because there's one that's not for me that I know somebody else will fucking hear. But all this shit is fucking dope. It's mm -hmm. like all fucking good. So like, um, I, I, I was like, yo, this, this thing already said that part. It's like, we've already told that story with this record and I wanted us to be moving forward and pick right up off where, because it's like, yo, you're Thomas and Price. Like, this is fucking bananas. Like, these niggas yeah. are crazy. How are we going to go beyond this? You know, like, this guy's talking about his dad pouring spaghetti, I mean, malt liquor and spaghetti and shit, and then going to fucking prison for life and him being in a fucking courtroom. And, you know what I'm saying? And, and fucking cats done and food stamps and shit. Like, how the fuck are we going to get past this? And then talk about how he, he hates vacations and dates. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? This nigga's crazy. And every beat is fucking nuts. Like, and everything, like, the, when the album was done in the roughest form, everything got taken up another level. What he did with Guilty was absolutely fucking amazing. You got this guy, Alan Hay, to play the guitar on it, and he removed oh, yeah. some of the percussion. I only wrote half that song. I freestyled a big part of it. So, like, it was because I wanted to just go somewhere. Mm -hmm. And the way that that shit ended up coming was just was beautiful. I got a lot to say about it because, to me, it's worth talking about. My father's in prison. When he got locked, I ain't missing. His trial went fast. That DNA match was the reason I couldn't testify. They said it could have been me, so they put my ass on standby. I had to wait and see. He told me I'm not guilty. In Rico Jail, I used to visit, speeding over the bridge to the county at a rate of contradiction. It was risky. My conscience slowly twisted in a wind, just like the weed smoke while I questioned my existence. How can I win? The frayed relationship he and my mother had. Well, my brother, he had another dad, but well, you know what? Forget it. Whatever, man. In those days, I was so angry. Somehow, never mad. The hardest part was looking into his eyes, throwing that where he sat. Man, we ain't stand no chance. He and I. Who am I? He said I'm not guilty. But why am I? Love. Where will you go? What? Who will you be? Where? What will you do when you lose everything? Huh? Where will you go? What? Who will you be? Where? What will you do when you lose everything? Like that's that's why when we went to this album, I felt like it was my obligation not only to be more flexible, but to be that more adamant in making sure that we are not fucking good, that we do fucking great. And yeah. He he brought it every time. Like I had no choice but to step my shit up every fucking time. But he also just brought such clear pictures for me to describe for you guys. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, with that, like, can you describe that that process? Because you're talking about it. It's like these fully, you know, uh, like kind of fleshed out ideas. You you mm. have these like storyboards. But I mean, at that same time, Mopes talks about how you send back songs like in a day. You know, yeah. like how are you uh, creating? uh like so quickly i guess like do you just do you have these things that are kind of like backburnered and you're and you're waiting for beats to come or is it nah. just once you hear it you're you're just you are like in a tunnel vision and you're writing con like can you talk about that like what, yeah, yeah. what happens oh, I, from I, the I second you get the email from mopes open up the file and then send it back in a couple of hours and you're like you know and then mopes opens it and says shit you know? <laughs> <laughs> how did he like, do that um, and now okay. I'm asking, how did you do that? You know? <laughs> okay, okay. Well, like, 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 for instance, even like the sound of your voice and the sound of his voice have different colors for me and shit. 
And okay. um, and so everything makes me see something. And then when I um when I really got into that as I've been, you know, in my life, because this is a nonstop fucking thing. Like this shit has been going on for a long time for me. Is that a technique so, like, that you've learned, or is that something that's just in you, or is it something that I, you've like studied of like kind of like a deeper uh connection with with things that are around you? I um all right, most I never told this story. All right. We about to get we about to get into the stash. All right. So way once upon a life in black lit, right? In a realm of insecurity and personal deficiency, perhaps, because of an overwhelming sense of like of perspective, of perception. I ate some mushrooms, right? Mm-hmm. Now I ate these mushrooms and I was at my man Jim and rest in peace. And I was at his crib with Gidge, my other man's, right? Good old Gidge. And we're motherfucking chilling and um a lot of motherfuckers don't remember when they do shrooms, but I remember the shit. And my test. Blacklick is determined to remember this shit. <laughs> yes, my test, right? My test. When I went into the shrooms, I wasn't doing shrooms. I was like, oh, let's get fucked up, guys. I never was on that shit. You know what I'm saying? I was always like, yo, I got, I've always had this thing. It feels like, it feels like, how could I like, it's like when um, on Instagram, when you post a picture and you apply a vignette and it like darkens like the, the outer realm of the photo. Yeah, like, yeah. I've had a vignette my fucking senses. So I used to smoke and drink to vignette my shit because my shit would never turn the fuck down. And mm-hmm. so I was like, what if I, when I'm on these shrooms and I should perhaps get past a certain levels of my mind, I can begin to, um, to think a, within the moment, a sublimination perhaps of what the actual internal monologue of this construct of reality and perception is. Because think about it, you see an apple, right? And mm-hmm. you fucking see it and you already know it's an apple. It takes longer for you and I both to go, that's an apple, than it does for us to say, that's an apple, right? Like, for yeah. us to articulate it, we have to not only form the letters and the words, and the understanding, but the cadence, the perception, the point, the direction, all these other fucking processes are in the way. So what I did was I looked at this as a way for me to just to start thinking in pictures instead of words. Stop going from left to right. Stop looking at syllables to speak from a place of it, it, from the moment it's there, from intake to output, boom, like that. And um. It, it happened like it happened i got i i something happened during that that fucking first time i tripped and i began to see things in a different way and then i started applying that to my life in every way i stopped reading left to right i read in circles now i stopped talking and in, in, in the form of how can i say this i just say whatever the fuck it is that's that's that it be said you know mm-hmm. i speak in pictures i guess and the kind of, or i'm describing to you what the thing that i see is to describe the piece of the conversation that we're having like I am now. So this fucking situation, I started applying to creative arts and stuff. And, and as I developed my flow, because back then I was I was like a closet rapper. You know what I mean, I was writing in March and shit. So like I started applying that. And when I started to see symmetry and beats and I started to see like when I started to tapping more into my flow through freestyle as, as my creative flow mind state, I started to develop more of a sense of like these these places and spaces. There's colors and there's voids within percussion and within the the symbols, the different instruments within a record. And so then I started to just see the symmetry. And then after that, I started to think, well, if I can recognize the symmetry and I and how can I be creative about this? What's the one thing I can talk about and I have to think about? Because a liar has to spend creative energy explaining a fucking lie. If I just tell you the mm-hmm. truth about my life, not only will I be able to narrate and, and explain whatever the fuck it is that's going on, but hopefully it'll be relatable and I won't have to think about it because I'm not telling you a fucking lie. 
I'm just saying, boom, this is what it is. This is what I'm going through. So I mm -hmm. figured, you know what? Creatively, I'm going to inject within the symmetry of any production that I get this flow that's going to be based off the narration of my own existence. And so as I continue to build that, both in freestyles and in writing and whatnot, I started to cut away at the amount of time I'd give myself to do this. So I used to write one verse a night and, and the third night I'd record the shit. We're in an era of two verses now, by the way, I'm sorry. But you know what I would do is um, the music started to really haunt me more and more. The more I start, like I got to the point to where if I couldn't play a beat that I was gonna write to, unless I was sitting down to write to it. Cause otherwise that shit would be everywhere and mm. it wouldn't shut the fuck up. And okay. um, it wouldn't leave me alone because at this point, I'm hearing and seeing and feeling the symmetry of that. And it's a certain pressure, it's an urge, it's a desire. And so um, it's purpose. And so I fucking went and I started doing everything in one night to the point to where I can basically usually like chew up and spit out a song for you in three hours from, from oh, I heard the beat to here's the whole song. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and I got to the point, there was a song I did way back in the day called uh, I Work Hard, or, or it was called uh, Hard, I think it was. It was on a black experience. And that was the first time I'd ever been at somebody's house and I heard the beat and I said, all I need to do is hear it for 30 seconds and I have the whole song. And he played it for 30 seconds and then I said, there it is. And I went home later on, like months later on, and I just, I just fucking filled the spaces that I saw with my own shit. And then I just kind of let it happen. And now I'm at a point to where I write about 80% of a song and then the other 20% comes in recording. But mm. that's kind of like what the process is wow. over and over. Yeah. And like you're doing like final verses that first take or is it still, are they yeah, coming out on a draft? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, remember, much... I remember being sage where like we were trying to get black to either like not necessarily re-record, but just to do like some overdubs and man, <laughs> that, that took, and, and like I appreciate like this is the thing, like black is unapologetically black. Like mean black lick, right? Not mm -hmm. black. Um that as well. And yeah, that right, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I'm the same way. And like when he was like, nah, I don't do that. I don't do that. Like mm -hmm. that's not my process. I don't fuck, you know what I mean? I'm like, I yeah. fucking respect that. Because he's consistently himself. And it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter which way you try to get in the house. Black is there, like I know that's not how we do it. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, like, I but can do, you did it. You go did ahead. It couple, you did it for a couple of the songs on the last album, mm -hmm. and it was just like we just want to. We just like we just want to beef this up so we can potentially play with it in the mix. And Black fucking made his adjustment to it. So, um, but other than that, yo, he just does his thing, and like I think that's wow. the magic. Some of the magic to it is that he records his shit in the moment, and that's it. That's the that's the jam. Yeah, and, and I I know who I am, but knowing who I am means I is also accepting that I don't know everything. So mm -hmm. when I I had to take a leap of faith in trusting their intuition to do what I felt they were asking me to do, and I also tell myself that I wasn't like compromising on my whatever my principles or some shit that I was fucking on, and um it was really great. It was it really helped me a lot. And I, I brought a lot of that into this new one, like a whole lot. I, yeah, I used yeah. to record to perform, and now I um, perform to record because the way the world is, I really took that mentality into the process. And now as I'm learning the songs to perform them, it's been a really thrilling experience because now I'm doing them how I would have did it 
if in the old way because i have to do it live and you know, around here we don't do no overdubs we don't do none no fucking training reels we get on the stage <laughs> ain't nothing but a motherfucking beat that's it yeah. just hit motherfucking play nigga that's how i do so i and people used to be like oh my god this man's crazy and it's like yo like tupac said if you if you mean that shit, say that shit. so yeah it's been incredible to fucking take become full circle with this and have their their influence now turn into an inspiration and it be these records feel new in a new way of me performing like this has been something especially since i've been running around doing punk rock now for like a fucking year like yeah, yeah. the has been really cool to go back into hip-hop having learned something and have it be that I, it was something i learned from people i admire and respect and it's unfortunate enough to be collaborating with so like i'm excited about it but yeah, them them uh them emails like, hey, black, they can tell you no. I don't give a fuck who you are. Like, <laughs> you know, saying straight friends. But that's it. But it's, but it's not like. But there are people who just say no because they're they're like, no, not. I'm saying no just because of you. Yeah. Or I'm saying uh -huh. no just because black's saying no because he legit is like, I don't know. That's I don't feel that right now. It's not. Yep. It's not any other variable except black just being like, no. From yeah, this himself. is who I am. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Saggy tits in a strip it. club, yo. Saggy tits yeah. in a strip club. Don't get them fixed. Don't yeah. get them fixed. Don't get them fucked with. Let them be there. That's, that's for who it is. <laughs> that let nature be what it is. And they they fucking they were there, man. These guys are my bosom buddies. They were my creative brazier, bro. They helped me lift that up. You know what I'm saying? And we came out right, yo. We put on the right yeah. top, the right kind of fucking shirt. We flexed them motherfuckers on y'all, yo. And and I'm a yeah. and I'm a better man for it, yo. Like real shit. So yeah, that's that's yeah. my speech on it. And also the caveat of my process is that like when I do shit like that, when I record, I can't go back to like last week I took my mom to the hospital, nigga. I can't say it how I said it because how I said mm -hmm. it is how I was living it. I'm living something else now. But like yeah, if okay. we're gonna like if we're gonna squeeze some shit on there, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna put the brazier on. I right, you know what I'm saying I ain't going to get a titty job, dog, but we can mm -hmm. go ahead and put a brazier on. And so I got the best bra in the world, y'all. <laughs> right, cool. Sage Francis uh, and Mopes. <laughs> Have you ever been called that Mopes? I don't know. I don't no, know. but you know. <laughs> Thanks, bra. Yeah, that shit works. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess, I yeah. You've probably been called bra a lot, you know. <laughs> yeah. But not in this literal, like, you know, literal no. figurative sense, you know. <laughs> Listen, hey, however I can support. That's yeah, yeah. Hey, there it is. Uh, but yeah, Choice is a Chance is your uh, follow-up to Time is a Price, which came out in October 2021. Mm -hmm. um, Choice is a Chance came out the end of March, um, exclusively on Bandcamp. Yeah. And I uh, will be on the other digital streaming platforms, and um, the fourteenth. Yeah, and uh, and then yeah, and on strangefamous.com, we got some lathe cut and some tapes and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. I just want to talk a little bit more about this record, and um, you know, for you, Black Lake, you've have a long career. You know, like you're not new to this by any means, and yeah. you know, look, listening to your older stuff, you've just always been very autobiographical. Um, but you know, I just, I guess I kind of wanted to ask like why this album, like why now, like, you know, what, you know, the stuff that you're covering on this particular record, like, you know, why did the, that stuff come out, you know, at, at this present time? I, um, all right. So where we left off, like with the last album was, it was, it was so half and half. Like that album for me was 
I'm taking the old me that wrote like anti and some of the other shit that I haven't put out yet. Like that, that me with this new me on this next level. And okay. a lot of the next level was Mopes and Sage and Strange Famous as a whole, because now I have to represent. And to have somehow fucking met the standard on that first shot, right? To the point where people mm -hmm. like, because we were, we were kind of wondering how Strange Famous's audience was going to like take me. Because yeah, it's, it's not definitely like the different rest than a lot of yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these niggas is all nice, but they're not like me, and I'm hmm. not like them. But that's what makes us work so well is because Strange Famous isn't afraid to have like an infinity gauntlet. You know what I mean? Like that's the whole point is we're not playing by these bullshit rules that people have. Like you got to be this kind of artist. There's a mm -hmm. certain thing about us that like like I remember Sage described us as theater of mind, and I because I I would lurk. Like now that he'll he'll hear this, but I, I like when Sage was the podcast, I listen to every single one of them because I want to know what the fuck he's saying behind my back. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to know. Oh you know man. And I want to know how he feels because mm. I dare him to not feel good about what we're doing. Because if mm. I hear about it, I'm gonna find him, I'm gonna fucking let him know. Like this is mm. beautiful and this is great. And his his legacy career and everything he's done is astounding. But it's also for me, it's astounding because he never compromised on being who he is. We have that in common. It's the truth of self. Fuck everything else. Like, are you you? And Sage mm -hmm. is who he is. And I love that about him. And I love that about his art and his career and his story. So having somehow had this come together by some random shit, I felt like for the next album, instead of it being like um, a lot of people try to make an album where it's like, all right, I'm going to do the same thing. Or they try to make it like, yo, I'm going bigger and better and better, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring in some broads to sing. Like, get the fuck out of here, man! I'm gonna do some features, and I'm gonna make this shit now. Like, I wanted to let people know that, like, nobody talks about when you get your first deal and you get your first life changing moment where people really look at you differently. Like, mm -hmm. which is what happened. A lot of that shit did happen. I fucking um, I wanted people to know what that's like. So, like, time is the price. Is last night and choice is a chance in the morning after mm, and okay. i want i wanted people to see like i like we said previously you know what i'm saying we went to um like from fucking uh like sad happy to happy sad and i wanted people to hear the stories of what happened the next day and what happened the day after that i wanted them mm -hmm. to know that i'm still right beside you and i'm going to carry you with me when you're not willing to walk through this fucking thing that i'm going through now and that yeah. life never gets better, you know what I'm saying, unless you decide to to be better. And yeah. this whole album from I from I knew from the first song we did was Strange Famous. Like just from what I saw and the brighter colors I saw and when I heard that beat, I was like, yup. I was like, this we about to make some shit. Yo, man, I'm saying Comcast cut my cable off and shit. I ain't have the internet for nine months. Lately, I've been having trouble talking about my feelings because I thought I didn't have any. Who knows what I'm concealing? Even though I do deliver, it's hard what I've been dealing. All these scores came with ceilings, but I'm way up out my mind. Do it once, do it twice. I don't often roll the dice. I just keep them in my hand just in case I need a like. I'm so special, I'll be smoking. I'm not fungible to token. I'm the stick, I'm the finger. I keep poking, I keep hoping. I've been known to break the lingo. My word is never broken. I remember. To remember 
remember I forget it if I wrote it I put eyes in this verse so you see what I've been saying They portray it, I don't play it I am not the one to play with I work 40 hour jobs just to have something to quit Asking artists for his record just to have something to skip I'm not sorry, I am sorrow Ain't a fuck that you can borrow I just landed in your city Y'all be out if by tomorrow I'm strange, famous Hey, I remember I used to like Like, what is that like for you of working with someone like Black Lake where, you know, like knowing his cadence, knowing that it's, I mean, he's, it's like an onslaught of lines and punchlines and, and, you know, like inspirational line, like all this kind of stuff, you know, yeah. like what's it like working with him? And then, yeah, with this record, it just seemed like it, it, it seemed more like crafted. Yeah. To, 100%. To, to Black, you know, versus like, here's some beats that I made, yeah. you know, Jesse might rap on them. You know, yeah. black might, you know, that, but and, so, and it works, you know, but like this seems like it's like this was made for this yeah. artist, you know. I, I think know. uh just overall as a producer, that's how I've how much I've grown the past like two, three years. Is okay. that everything I'm making is so so yeah, so when I was when we I was getting ready to to work on choices of chance, I already kind of again like at the end of time was the price. I I I saw where black fit in into the songs like where I wanted to take him with some of the mm -hmm. the different beats, like yeah. just to stretch his, his limits a little bit. And then where I wanted to go to stretch my limits. So everything is, was handpicked for this. So okay. like if every sample that I heard, like I'm picking, like I'm, I'm going to get records and I'm like bringing the records back and I'm seeing like, all right, where does black fit into this? And I got to hear black on it. I got to hear maybe where black goes in the direction. And that's, yeah, so it was like crafted from the ground up of like, here's a full spread, but just black. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like there um, wasn't any idea of someone else. No, this wasn't like, oh, yeah. someone met someone. I sent this beat to somebody else and it passed. No, this was like every beat was crafted for black. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's why I would think the success rate of what I, I mean, again, like, I think I sent him 12 beats and he, I'm sorry, I think I sent him 13 and 12 of them made the album. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, and and can yeah. you talk a little bit more about it? Because I mean, for me, like the drums yeah. feel like maybe subdued is the the word. You know, like they're not as like upfront. Like it seems that the the vocals are are definitely more focused there. I don't know if that was more mixing kind of stuff, but like yeah, you know, the, I mean, the, the, well, like so the kick drum stuff isn't as like bass heavy kind of. You know, yeah. um, or I mean, there's some well, we that you know, a, yeah. a different person mixed and mastered it, which was Zol. Uh, the yep. first person who mixed uh, "Time Is the Price" was Alexander Brown. So there's definitely a difference in style and how they mix and master. But I also yeah. got better at crafting the sound that I wanted it to have. Yeah. Okay. So like when I hand it off to Zol, it's pretty. It's like it's pretty close to being where I already want it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Black is a storyteller. Um, in almost every song that he does, so a big part of what I wanted was give him that space. So I don't mm. want to be overpowering him. Yeah. I yeah. want that. I, I got to find a, a unity in it, but there's some, I mean, there's some drums on there. That are fucking heavy. Oh, definitely. Um, definitely. Like, like, but, the, yeah, uh, just, but not yeah. all of them. Right. It's like, yeah, not that's, everything that's what, can be, you know? So it's for, like in the beginning. I mean, it's basically like just vocal pieces that you've, kind of pieced together right and there's like a little kind of splattering of some drums that are there strange you famous know? you mean talking about no the there's a song right in the beginning is that or oh, yeah, oh, in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah in the beginning of the album oh yeah exactly oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah no like it's just like vocal oh, yeah. 
uh, harmonies that you've just kind of layered, you know, black is rapping over that. And then there'll just be like a little kind of like drum, you know, uh, like accent point, but there's like no drums, you know, quote unquote, like no drums on it besides that, you know, like can you talk about what inspired that particular Beat, yeah, so uh, I mean, you know, like the whole like no drums thing, which people want to fucking make think that it just started a couple of years ago. It's been going on forever. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, again, I, I it's it's I'm not gonna do a whole album of no drums, but I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do my version mm-hmm. of what I hear black on with this style. Let's yeah, yeah, see okay. where we can take it. You know what I mean? Um, and when I heard that sample, I was like, man. Like that, the voice, like the ba da ba ba ba, you know, like the uh, the <laughs> vocals kind of had their own little percussion going to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so Very I'm like, I could yeah, throw yeah. drums on this, but I was like, it feels forced, and that's the only way I won't put drums on it if it feels forced in the sample. Mm-hmm. You know, if it feels forced in the song. So I was like, this feel this like this feels like a no drum song. So let me see what Black thinks and um, see if you can fuck with it. And then uh. I actually think I added some fills in, like once he sent, because what happens is I usually send Black a beat, he'll do his thing on it, and then I'll come in and I'll put some like accents, some other elements in there just to kind of uh, polish off the song. And I think that's what I did. I just added some fills here and there, but but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, same thing yeah. with the um, dogs that bark that um, don't oh, bite. Yeah, yeah. Um, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, I hear Black all over this. And, it was already after i think we did little me we had a couple uh it was like four or five songs already in the chamber and i was like i want to send him this and just see where the fuck he goes with it because the, the bpm is like 102 you know what i mean it's like a completely yeah, yeah. opposite like just outside of the spectrum and fucking black comes through and just kills it and i love the way because there's the thing like there aren't a lot of people that's yeah, there's no one that sounds like black and that will are, are yeah. going to move in the direction that he moved in. So when he was just like this list of complaints, I'm like, this shit's <laughs> fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know? so. And do you uh, like? Did you write this album as a uh, like as a batch of songs, or or like like what is it like for you? I mean, we we talked about you mm-hmm. know how how Black like responds to this stuff, but did you yeah. um create this as like one big package, or did you come up with? No, nah, you know, this is like, time, no, like over I, a bunch of months or whatever. About, like here's here's one song or here's yeah, one so, beat. Black gets back with one song, and then yeah, it just, and you know, me and Black yeah. work fast. So I think within two months we had at like I don't know eleven songs done. Okay, so, which is extremely fast. Um, but I was doing. I like to hang. I like and I like to handcraft this stuff because when I'm in the moment and the energy between us is going, that's yeah. where I like that's when I'm in it. It's like um uh. I'm in the kitchen, man. I'm in the kitchen and I'm just like, okay, we got this over here. All right, let me cook up something over here. Let me cook this. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, so um, that's how I can shape the shit in my mind. And again, like I can hear black on these songs, and, and but I don't know what the full, like what the specific order is going to be, but I know what the spread's going to be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just don't know when it's going to be, how it's going to be served kind of thing. And like all these food references is the only way I can put it clear, like, uh um how i can describe it is like what's going on yeah. in my head that's not like that, that's kind of how it is it's just like i got all these plates with stuff on it and if i just like sent him 12 like all that energy is just um to me in my mind is just wasted you okay know? because then it's just like yeah i'm shoving all these beats to black and that well i'm wasting me then because like i know how me and black can work and yeah. he, it's just like it's just this give and take 
You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Where if I work with somebody else who's really slow and likes to take their time, I might send them a batch. You know? Okay. But yeah. I, with black, I, I just that to me it doesn't work like that. Like the energy has to be the back and forth of like him sending like me sending a beat, him sending something back. Like oh shit. Okay, now we're gonna do. It. Okay, we're gonna go over here, and it's like I'm whipping up something and I'm sending it to him. So it's very like in the moment, uh, kind of a work work uh, work in progress. Because it's not like yo. Black, let's start working on a record, and then a year later, you know, then a year later we have the shit done. It's not like let's get this shit done, and then put it out when it's right, kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, figure it's, out the it's process. Like, uh, it. yeah. It's yeah. like it's it's some alcoholic shit. Like you ever drank with somebody that you drink with? Oh yeah, like and like yeah. It's like yo, take a shot. It's like all right, now you take one. Let's both yeah. take one, and yeah. we just got real fucked up. Yeah, I think we bring out this passionate side. Yeah. Uh -huh. of like let's go. And and Let's we go. are we're getting straight to it right now. Yeah, yeah, and we're, yeah, it's it's just yeah we're we're, we're pushing it. Like, yeah, I mean I can see like sports too. It's just like we're pushing each other to to be better, and yeah. it, I think it's get caught up kind of in like a, that rush and that excitement kind of a thing, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's yeah. fun. That's yeah, good. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's awesome. good. It's be fun. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> why so, you know, some people you just you know. Some people you're like, oh, I think that th these two would work well together, and sometimes their energies just don't mesh. And that's the same thing with me. Like there are folks that you just, yeah, it's like we just ah, can't get on the same page. And, yeah, um, Black and I were f somehow like we just made it fucking work. Yeah, yeah. Um, without right. really getting in, like we, we got to know each other in this really interesting way. Yeah, and it, it worked. So we're just like, all right, yeah. let's do it. Yeah, and and that's the um with that knowing each other. There we go. Without knowing each other, it's 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 produced a trust, and that's really what I um I love most about our process is like I can trust him with like when when in the beginning that song he was like hey I, I remember there was just one set one question how do you feel about beats without drums that was it <laughs> that was it that yeah. that is in the beginning it was just so to me that's what that song is it's like oh how do you feel about beats without drums. And then I got a beat and then I heard the beat and it made me see um like uh black and red and rose shapes. So I was like, oh, this gotta be about that. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, everybody writes songs, because I don't make thematic songs, but everybody writes songs that are about like um yeah, everybody wants to tell you about the good parts and shit, and it always ends in a it's always about the end, you know. Like right now in pro wrestling, they're like Cody Rhodes finished the story and Triple H came back and said the story never ends. And I wanted people to have that feeling of um, in the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted yeah, okay. people to know, like, not the honeymoon phase. That's different. I'm talking about how does one of the most important life-changing relationships, you look back in, the li in life and you say, how the fuck would I feel about that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how would I look at it now? And how can I tell that story and hopefully make people feel that? And that's mm -hmm. I, I heard and saw all that the instant I heard that shit. And I mm -hmm. was like... I was like, I got to get this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? How dare he? You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to send me a rose, I'm going to send you some thorns. And, yeah. and, and then, you know what I'm saying? We're going to put it in a pot together after we dig a hole. And, um, and bury it. <laughs> <laughs> bury it deep in the blood. And, um, and like, that, that kind of stuff is, um, I, it's a privilege. I couldn't write that song with somebody else because I feel like that song was married, whether he knows where it came from in his world, it was married. Yeah, I mean, you think about this. This is this is what I'll say. 
at the end of that beat at the start, it had a, a like when we first in the raw film, it had fucking Scott Steiner talking about beating people I'm up. Just about the <laughs> oh, really? He's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. I was pretty good at just beating people up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, some shit like that. And I was like, I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, I mean, love, and big booty daddy, of course, man. Two things, freaks, peaks. But still, you know what I'm saying? When I heard it, I was like, yo, like, I'm going to motherfucking. I'm going to tell this story because that's all I hear in my mind. And you got to <laughs> think a man who's made of stone, not stone cold Steve Austin, but motherfucking Scott Steiner, big, bad booty daddy. This man is about love, you know? <laughs> so like, right. I'm going there, yo. I'm putting on the chain mill hat on top of the dreads and I'm going <laughs> to fucking walk out and I'm going to flex. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I gave y'all freaks and peaks. You know what I mean? That that was it. That fucking song. And, I, and that's one of my favorite, favorite ones. People don't expect that kind of shit from you. I remember I shared that with uh with Slug, and he was like, um, it's always great. He said, I love when you write about relationships. Like, I don't like it when most people write about relationships, but for some reason, I just really like it when you do it. And I was like, that's, that's cool. fucking interesting. You know what I'm saying? That's the interesting thing. Now, he knows, he and I have a lot of discussions about like creative shit and why I'm not like a sunny person. So whenever I could throw him some shine, I try to make sure he understands that there's no shade. And I, and when he responds and says like, hey, I see the light in this instead of just the constant dark of your strange ways, like, yo, that shit means a lot to me, man. And I hope other people will hear that song and, and as they continue to, they'll, they'll maybe fall a little deeper into love because you only get to fall in love for so long. Once you hit the ground with love, it really becomes fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Because falling feels just like flying. And sometimes you don't know which is which. And then when you find out you were falling the entire fucking time, it's like, what do I do now? That person might fucking land on top of you or, or walk all over you. They, it's rare that someone you love is going to pick you back up. You got to pick each other up and, and get back up there. And, and hopefully you'll fall again. I fell in love. I fell in love. I fell in love. When I was at my lowest, I said a prayer to God. I asked that I be given what I need instead of one. I heard it say she's single, I almost dropped my 40. I left the studio with more than a recording. First time that I suggest we spend time said come over. I won't repeat the words, I assure you, it was vocal. I get nervous and aggressive, people get submissive. She accepted my request, unexpectedly dismissive. No ordinary misses, my path is full of misses. I won't plot, not no kisses, had no plans of hitting. I was smitten, shorty made me smile like some kittens. We watched television, slurred speech and blurred vision. I asked about her life till her story chose to listen. In turn, she asked about me and ignored my dirty kitchen. The type of game I'm dishing, we should get some fried chicken When she suggested that, I said this is something different Then right after she left, it was her I started missing Damn, I fell in love I couldn't believe it, man I fell in love I had me staring at my phone I fell in love The track that, that really stood out to me, I think it was actually the lead single, was How I Did It Um if I remember right, that was the first one that that, mm-hmm. that came out. But uh, that one just uh, it hits for me. Um, so I just I just wanted to learn a little bit more about that particular track. Like how did the the that one come together? The the beats and um, and then yeah, what was kind of going through your head when it when it uh, when it came? And then what was it like? I don't know what the process is for uh, Strange Famous of uh, picking singles and stuff like that. But um, 
you know, what was that like with, uh, you know, Sage and, and Strange Famous and stuff like that, saying that this is the one that we want to put out first and, you know, capture people with the, you know, the follow up. Yeah, so I, I would love uh, to hear how that beat came across. I have no fucking idea where that beat came from. Because it's it's an interesting one. It's kind of, you know, staggered, echoey kind of. Yeah, I don't remember what order that beat came in. Um, it was definitely one of the middle, you know, like, yeah, in like six, like seven, that. eight. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like, it's it's weird because, you know, uh, one of the things that people have told me is a compliment is that I have my own style. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't yeah. sound like yeah. anybody. And I take that, you know, so I just hear things different. You know, like, I, like mm -hmm. if you heard where the sample, it, it's like three seconds. There was there were two parts of it that like the two main parts of the sample yeah uh, like the one was like the the part i was like this is where part i was like this is where black's gonna rap and this is gonna be the intermission part but not the intermission but like you know the hook and mm -hmm. um yeah i just had that uh, um like those drums have that like kind of mad libby dilla kind of feel going on in there and yeah i just i don't know i just i heard black on it i was like this shit's dope here you go mm -hmm. you know it, so. it made it made me see um uh, like khaki brown, like well, caramel brown and uh, blue, and so I was like, uh, yeah, these 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 two colors, not like a blockbuster video outfit kind of thing, but like these two things go to or Best Buy, but like these yeah. things go together like in a certain kind of way, and the blue made me feel like sky, and that's why it was written with the space, and I was like, this would be a great record because I already know I'm a body every joint on this joint. And I'm I'm I don't want a cannabis man that rhymes a thousand bars. And I was like, yo, this joint, this joint's got this joint's got enough to it to where I can let it breathe more. And I was also like, we're really breaking boundaries here. I was like, what if me, the guy who's like very dedicated to filling spaces, instead rhymed around those spaces and filled those spaces with fuck it. So like yeah. I was like, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? And so I um and I felt like I needed to give people, it felt like an inter inter intermission, like a, a transition type record. And I needed, mm -hmm. I wanted to give people some space and, and myself some space too. So I started thinking in the sense of like, all right, like let's make, let's write this in little pieces. And, you know, in Magna Carta, Holy Grail, like Jigga, his whole trick, like I used to ruin that album for people because if you listen to that album and you realize it's Jay-Z's uh album, where basically he, he'd rhyme like fours and sixes and then say, uh, and reset the scheme. Like it was the most transparent he's ever been in my opinion about how he writes in his head. Cause most okay. of his verses is just little small. It's like, it's like croutons of Jigga, Jigga man croutons. You know what I'm saying? It's a, but it's still a word salad, but it's like Jigga man croutons. And when I'd be with people and that, especially when that shit came out, but like, yeah, like, you don't hear all these uhs and he's resetting it and it would ruin the album for people. Cause they realized, oh shit. Like that's, that's like the majority of this album is just him rhyming four lines. And so um, I was like, if Jigga can, can break things up like that, and, and it's brilliant because it allows you to reset your scheme, and it also allows you to pack so many different worlds into the lyrics. Because I don't have to tell you end to end what this thing is. I can say, there's a cat over there. And then I can be like, oh, you know, that, that person sucks. You know what I'm saying? And I can be like, that bitch's breath stinks. Like, I can do all these things, right? And I can be like, my day sucks. Like all these different things. And what is our mind when we get into those moments where we have a lot of shit that we're just trying to say, fuck, it's, it's overwhelming. It's, it's never an, a, a, a related assortment to 
anything. Like, it's not like this ingredient, that ingredient. It's a random assortment of bullshit. That's every day. So I was like, I'm going to do a song for that. And then on top of that, that song, whenever I do decide to really incorporate it into like a set, is going to be extremely fun to perform because mm -hmm. it's more like how the punk stuff is, like the, the breathing spots create force. Even though the, the spaces in like Armageddon time shit is real tight, there's so many spaces and there's so many opportunities for, for engagement and also just like, you know, they ask me about you know, what do you call it? I got like so much on my mind, but they ask me about my hair. This is this is not free form. This is I don't care. I don't yeah. need a loctician. My mind been twisted. I dress and sip it at best indifferent. If it it's I scratch, if it scratch, I itch it. It's like fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like right after that, you know what I'm saying? You got the space. You can you can point. I love fucking with people when I perform. So like I can literally say all that, go up to somebody and poke them and say fuck it. And I'm, I mm -hmm. will poke you. You know what I'm saying? So like, there's stuff like that in my mind that 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 song just created. Like, it was just so many opportunities, and like so mm -hmm. much of it. The way the horns hit together, and then it had the female vocal inflection in parts. Like, yeah. it had such strength yet compassion to it that I didn't want to get in the way of that. I wanted. It was like a trampoline. I wanted to bounce off of that shit. And mm -hmm. so, like, that's. That's why that's the only song on the album that sounds like that. And I was super surprised given the debate in like the final arrangement process. I was super surprised when we did one of our like, let's do a conference calls. Yeah. That fucking um, that storm was like, so I think we should start with this one. And I was like, I was standing in my driveway and I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, yeah. all right, you know what I'm saying? Like, but remember, remember I, I we were, like when we were talking about the, the track list, that one and uh, um, the what? The what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Someone suggested that we cut and we were just like, I remember I went to Black. I'm like, ah, do we want to just cut it and move on? And Black's like, fuck no. Like, these songs are dope. Let's keep them on. Yeah, and yeah. we pushed back. And yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, that was one of those moments where I, I was like, I had to take my advice from Black of like, I got to like not respond or not just like give in, but like let it sit. And if I feel strongly about it, I got to push back. And we moved it though. We moved. Yeah, we moved those it, and then it worked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they. It was one of them situations oh. also where the original arrangement of the track list, it um, it was in a different place, and it made the song different. And then once we added the the next two records that we put together and re uh, rearranged those records, that it made so much more sense. Yeah, and it, it felt it felt even better. And I also was just like, you know, we cut. We cut us, we cut two, we didn't choose one song and then we cut another song off Time of Surprise called The Stairs. And uh, which was on the physical version of it, but not like on the internet. And it's on Bandcamp, I think, maybe at the end. But like the, the stairs, I was the one who was like, I want to leave it. And then and right after that, I was like, fuck it, cut it off. You know what I'm saying? Let's just do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not here to fight with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I'd rather you rewind than fast yeah. forward. Less is more. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. we cut that jump, but I really loved the lyrics on it. And I, I've made a personal note next time, make sure you remember that you compromised this time and, and not like, oh, I gave that to them. But I mean, that I compromised yeah. myself and I yeah. suppressed some of that. To, and so that this time I looked at it from, well, let's look for another way and let's not be absolute about it. And instead, yeah. it, it ended up working, you know, to a point of like, yo. Like, I, I mean, also just, love the hook. Yeah. Like, don't ask me how I did it. Ask me how I do it. I'm still going yeah. through it. So yeah, bad. yo. Fucking simple book. I think that, to me, that song's like simple complex. Like, yeah. It's, it's simple in its structure and simple in it, but it's just, it's dope.
Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it just hits on like being present and a lot of other stuff. Um, in the track words from black, um, you know, you talk about sharing yourself and you do this a lot. I mean, it's, it's like from what I've seen from the research I've done, like it just, it's who you are. I mean, you do these, um, sort of like daily, uh, affirmations, Uh, if you want to call them, you know, um, you know, you've spoken at TEDx, you, you know, teach, um, can you talk about, you know, why it was important to have that track there? And then just a little bit, you know, just kind of quickly, just more broadly about, you know, what that drive is to, um, speak so like directly and bluntly with the intention of helping people, you know, like a lot of people don't like that. There's a lot of kind of like coddling and be like, Oh, things will be all right. You know, and you come out and be like, no, like change this or shit will change, you know, like whatever else, you know, like, um, so that was Mopes's creative choice as far as like that sequencing and what, cause we just did like a zoom conversation and Mm -hmm. he took something and I, I think there the original idea was like kind of like because like on the last one he had the joint that was from when I gave the speech at the protest, and yeah. um that that speech got me in Washington Post and then on NPR and then like a time like I was part of a time interview thing and with a quote and shit. It's like all these cool fucking things happen from it. So like I felt I was cool when he was like, "Yo, I want to do something similar like this," and mm-hmm. he added it in there and he chose that. And um, I'm not good at uh this is fucking stupid sounding i guess but i'm not good at seeing myself like just like i see on therapy you know what i'm saying when i look into the mirror i don't think it's my reflection you know what i'm saying like i am not good at seeing myself because i don't feel like i'm this so the um with that doesn't mean that this is disposable my being and my existence is um if i'm not going to like have children and i'm not going to like uh indulge in in ego and in creating fruitless bullshit what i can do is at least try i I decided a long time ago what i can do at least is try to share the story because the story only betrays you when you hold back Mm -hmm. so if i share it 110 percent of myself with people then and i and i really I just choose my discipline. I'm a motherfucker who looks at a list and knocks the list out. Like I'm a person who doesn't just say, I quit. I just stopped doing shit. You know what I'm saying? I quit drinking. I just stopped. You know what I mean? I didn't fucking necessarily work a regular program. And then two months later, I was like, I'm gonna stop smoking weed. And I fucking did. And I haven't since. And it's like, um, if I can show people these things are possible and all it costs me is being honest with them, and I get to do it as part of my passion and through my art. And like, I get up every day and I don't feel like being here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't feel like fucking getting up on, on Monday mornings and going to teach middle schoolers. I don't fucking feel like doing anything, honestly. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it's not about how the fuck I feel about it. It's what I'm here to do. It's, I'm com- com- it's my compelling and compulsion. This shit calls me. And it mm-hmm. pulls me. And so that's why, you know, saying the choice is the chance because I choose to do this shit because this is my only chance to be this. And mm-hmm. when this ends, whenever it ends, I'm, I'm going to want to have done, like I, I watched a, a Rambo movie, the one uh, in Burma and on the special, the features on the Blu-ray, Stallone talked about how he, um, 
he gives him a hundred percent of himself in every every take, regardless of whether or not he thinks he's gonna make it into the final cut. He mm-hmm. gives a hundred percent of himself because he remembers the time he sat in the theater and he saw himself in a movie and he knew that was a take that he did where he wasn't a hundred percent in it. Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, You got to give all that. And that's that's um you shouldn't try to be what you are only when people are watching. And yeah, yeah. So that's that's who I am, and I try to help people live with the uncon the unconventional truths and and the unconditional truths, and the fact that you have to deal with who you are. At the end of the day, like you can shit on self help, but you got to help yourself. And if I can help people fucking get through their bullshit by being myself, mm-hmm. then like, what's the problem? Like, why would you not want to do that? You know, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump in real quick just because yeah. to, to, to go back to the interlude is that so. So I saw some, I heard somebody ask Black a question. What is he listening to? And Black's like, I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to tell you how you should live right. You know, that's awesome. and that's how Black is, man. So for that, that part of him needs to be on the album separate mm-hmm. from his, his music. That's in my. That was one of the things that we did. Time is the price, and that was one of the things I wanted to. We wanted to keep going for this album because, I mean, Black's got good advice, and Black lives oh, yeah. by his advice. Dude, those, the, you know your I mean? social panels are shit. yeah, and he believes in it. Horrible. So it's like there's a part of him, and then it helps break up. It helps break up the um, the the album and move in transitions. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and um, yeah, yeah, that's. That's where, because uh, the first one was Words from Black, and I think this one's Words from Lick. What was it? Words from yeah. Lick, the first uh, one. Yeah. 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 But yeah, there, there's a one that's on uh, Time is a Price as well. That's um, the same know, deal. It was like, I wanted to show that side. Yeah. What is, yeah, Words from Lick, and now it's yeah. Words from Black. Yeah. So, and yeah, because yeah, that's a huge it. part of who he is as a person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. He flipped it. But yeah. I think that's a huge part of who he is as a person. And uh, I think it's got to be, it, if we we're putting like a again well-rounded piece of art of who he is, uh, that's got to be in there. All these songs really allowed me to have the opportunity to articulate how I feel about me and about what I give to people of myself because I give so much of myself and yet there's times where people are like well that's not enough or they expect it to be a different kind of like a feeling way I don't tell these stories because I feel sorry for myself because I fucking don't I think that like these stories are why I am the way that I am and that's one of my superpowers And yeah. see, I never would have like that's the outside in, like, and mm-hmm. the shit that's pretty really fucking amazing for me. Cause I don't live like the affirmations, man. Every time you see me post an affirmation, that's some shit I had to tell myself. It's the positive yeah, yeah. version of an extremely negative series of thoughts. It's generally mm-hmm. how my days go. 
and I'm super fucking depressed. And um, I can have a great night and then wake up the next day and like, it's super hard. Like, you know what the greatest thing I do every fucking day is? I'm gonna tell you right now, the greatest fucking thing. This is, this is some shit. I'm about to tell y'all, this is some hardcore shit. I brush my teeth and floss before I go to bed. So do I. It's fucking huge for me. You know yeah. how hard it is? Yeah. For me? Like, it's like exercising. Only, it's like yeah. getting up to ex Yeah, I you almost got it, like, Yo, like it's fucking super hard. But it's mm -hmm. a small thing. Because I went to the dentist, right? And um, when we when we did the premiere for Party McFly, I was uh, on YouTube. I was in a dentist chair, right? Getting a deep cleaning. And it was and so <laughs> literally at the time of the yeah, yeah. I made them stop. <laughs> I made them stop. I was like, hold on, I got a video for me to do. And so I'm sitting here in a dentist chair with the fucking dentist ladies, and we're watching a music video. And yeah, yeah. um, my mouth is numbed up, and there was so much blood. It was fucking awesome. I love some I love pain, like random pain and shit. I'm not I'm not a, like a set of masks, but like if I know I'm getting get lined up for some like extreme, like interesting, unique pain, like getting stabbed in the mouth with a needle, let's fucking do it. I'm not gonna run from that. You know what I'm saying? It hurts mm -hmm. so much because it's rare. So let's just appreciate it. Because it, all it is is your body expressing. It's like a lottery ticket. Except this, you know, the prize isn't that good. Unless you learn how to appreciate everything. Yeah, and the yeah. prize of that experience, though, was that, like she said, like if you floss more, because you're yeah. lucky, you don't have any real cavities or any real damage or nothing. But if you floss more, it'll, it'll, any of your sensitivities will just go because your gum health will, will really bounce back. And just that little three minute experience at night of flossing my fucking teeth and then brushing my teeth before I go to sleep, it's like getting up and drinking water every day. It's fucking incredible. And that's what I think in life, like, um, cause I mean, it's super hard for me to look at myself or anything. So like, it, like brushing your teeth in the mirror, fucking forget it. But like, um, the whole, like the whole thing about it though, is it's just a universal message. It's the fact that one little small change consistently in life can change your, your life. And then not mm -hmm. only that, it can improve your health and it can make you be who you are because we don't end up fucked up from the start by the grace of God or whatever you want to call it. If we're born healthy with 10 and 10 and two, and you know what I'm saying? Two, you know what I mean? And two, then you motherfucking like, um, you got more luck than a lot, than a huge amount of people in this world. Like yeah, yeah. so many. So if you if you get to get the game on fucking four stars and Street Fighter and other motherfuckers are born on eight, how the fuck are you gonna make this shit harder for yourself? You know what I'm saying? When you can do these little small things every single day, and really what they are is acts of appreciation. Because mm -hmm. if you are thankful for something you're given, I hope that you will treat it with appreciation. We treat a lot of the things that we love like shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. Some, but if I can take one small act of appreciation and and dedicate that shit, you know, what I'm saying consistently every day, like, and not hate myself when I fail, like, that's a win. And so that's kind of like who I am in a lot of ways. And I do a lot of small things consistently for for bigger results. And mm -hmm. that's been the story of all this for me, like. I, all this is, is for me is it's it's still me sitting in a room, no hoping nobody gives a fuck about me, <laughs> writing rhymes on a computer or in my on a receipt or something, and then yeah. recording it and thinking, ah, maybe one day somebody will hear it. And getting like a MySpace message and some shit saying, Yo, you really helped me. You stopped me from killing myself. That's it. Like, that's wow. better than fucking anything. Like, you can't buy 
you can buy a blue check now, but you can't buy that shit. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, man, I, I gotta I deposit into the account and I, I don't look for anything back from it. And yeah. that's it. I'm dropping pennies in the well. Yeah. Well, I love it. You know, I have a lot of respect for you. Um and, and do do appreciate that. Uh but before I let you go, we need to talk about uh your upcoming show and shows. Uh but oh, you know, yes. key one here in Rhode Island, you're gonna be playing at the Met in Pawtucket on April twenty first. Uh, that's with Sage Francis on his return to Rhode Island. Um, Jesse the Tree, who's you know it's climbing there. climbing the ladder here in Rhode Island, um, one of the most respected uh, artists here in the states. Um, and then uh, yeah, Black Lake and Mopes. Um, so going to start with you, Mopes, just because you are a native yeah. Rhode Islander. Um, when was the last time you played in Rhode Island? Everyone's talking about the return of Sage. I'm yeah. talking about the return of Mopes. Mopes. You know? so. <laughs> I think the last one was um, 2012 at one at the church show that Bidon okay. used to throw. Yeah, at FET. Yep. At FET, yep. That was the last time I performed in Rhode Island. And the last time I performed was like 2013. I did a tour with Scroobius Pip and... Um, England, Ireland, and I thought that was it for me. So I haven't performed yeah. in almost 10 years. Yeah. How but are you feeling? Good. I mean, I, you know, I was like getting shows like probably a year, two years ago, and I was just like, nope, 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 yeah. nope, nope, nope. And then Sage does the fucking, well, first it was the Denver showcase, and then it was yeah. the Rhode Island show. I'm like, I can't, I got to fucking do it. I can't not do this shit. So yeah. uh, I've been, you know, practicing and um, yeah, I feel good. I have I have a nice. two warm up shows that I'm doing in New Hampshire and Vermont just to kind of like work the cobwebs out and shit. But uh, yeah. I feel good, man. It's gonna be crazy going back there because I had the last time I performed at the Met. I don't know, it might have been 2010. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? It's Whoa. been a forever. So it's, yeah. it's gonna be, and then yeah, with having my guys there, and you know, it's gonna be dope. So yeah um you know luckily you've i you know actually the first time we met you played at troop um uh but yeah can you talk about what you know what you're going to be bringing to this show i mean you're oh yo, known, like, known for your live show uh what do you've got in store for, uh, for Rhode Island? you know on this well, bigger yo, stage you know last time you know the best part of being at troop right was grim shout out to grimothy i, I love that motherfucker he says a nice yeah guy. yeah but yo grimothy yo the schedule was fucked up dog so you stopped me all the way and then at the end of this shit. And I motherfucking had flown up there in the same day and it had no like reprieve whatsoever. And I got there early in a rainstorm in an unfamiliar area. And you know what I'm saying? I'm not a big food dude. And I was on Super E and I'd arrived for like a fucking hour straight. And, <laughs> and I was up in Rhode Island, Dolo, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm yeah. in the joint and I got that Richmond state of mind, yo. So I'm, I'm walking around and shit. And uh, I'll never forget, I heard some broad say to somebody else, oh my God, he smiled. And I was like, yo, I'm right where I need to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this, is, this level of desperation and pain is exactly what I need. I need to feel that nine fucking drive of like, why didn't you eat food? Because I'm not going to, motherfucker. I'm going to eat these people. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And like, that, that fucking sense of just, oh, uh, like complete fucking disgust and revolt. Because you have to choose. I love fucking choosing. And um, I bodied that fucking show and I had a great time doing that shit. 
but this time and i met so many like nice people and just mm -hmm. people that are fucking great man so um this time i'm motherfucking um looking forward to seeing everybody else in their element but like uh i'm gonna i don't know how long our sets are for that shit. so i'm i, I i'm gonna do it's gonna be an all most produced set minus like my little intro thing more than likely because I, mm -hmm. I have a secret weapon i always start everything with to, to pay homage to all the people who believed in me and my start but um i'm gonna fucking um i'm trying to find a, a creative way to say it um i right am going to show up right and I'm going to step on to this stage, right? Now there's gonna be this thing that happens, right? Like my left foot is going to hit the stage, right? But then my right foot's gonna be in your ass. I'm going to kick your fucking ass from the very fucking start. I'm gonna put my foot in your motherfucking ass so deep, right? That you're gonna be motherfucking smiling my motherfucking toenails. You know what I'm saying? I'm going all, and I'm gonna be wearing a shoe. So think about that toenails within the shoe all the way through we're breaking through you know what i'm saying like when the hulk grows and he gets big and his closed hair i'm snapping yep. in this motherfucker like that i'm not gonna wear sunglasses or anything with a stupid design on them but i'm going to snap like a fucking slim jim situation in this joint there's no walls but i'm coming in like the kool-aid man you understand me except nobody's <laughs> gonna get a single drop i'm gonna fucking drown you niggas instead you know what i'm saying for whatever amount of time i'm on that fucking stage whenever i fucking go up there to talk my shit as Jesse saw in fucking Denver when we went mm -hmm. to fucking last time, I am going to go 130%. I'm gonna body every motherfucking situation of it. I can forget every motherfucking lyric and I'm still gonna fuck y'all up with something. That's how serious I am about this because you motherfuckers are on my list. We've got a war debt. This is blood, sweat, and motherfucking tears. I get to live once and y'all motherfuckers are gonna die. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna do. So you need to be there. Yes. Yes. Yeah, if you want to so drown in Kool-Aid and get with a foot in your ass. Yes. Go up Matt on April 21st. Uh, tickets available now. Yes. Uh, but yeah, seriously, head to the MetRI.com, pick up tickets. It's gonna be a super special night. Um, mm -hmm. even from my point of view, uh, in and reached out to Sage a couple weeks ago and I was like, Hey, I've got a buddy that does video work, does uh, documentary films. Can we like do kind of like a little mini doc of this thing of this like return so uh sage is into that so we're going to be capturing the night um oh, nice. just kind of people through um you know hopefully you guys meeting up before the show loading in all of that kind of ins and outs so try to do some short interviews with you interviews with fans um you know some performance stuff so yeah we're going to be doing that with my buddy david lawler uh run of the mill shout out to him a fantastic oh, yeah. person like a winning documentary filmmaker here in Rhode Island. Um, and yeah, from what I've heard, you know, Storm and Sage have got like a strange famous yard sale that's happening yeah, where they're bringing out gonna, some, yeah, that's gonna uh, be you know, some of the deep, you know, things that are in the, on the sale. back yeah. closets of stuff. That, you know, yeah. And so yeah, you want to be there. Um, I'm going to yeah. fucking fly up and like get off the plane. I don't even think I'm like doing hotel action. Like I'm, I'm so serious about this fucking situation. Basically, I gotta figure out how to get the fucking venue. But I'm a motherfucker. Get off the plane. Listen, yeah, my, we'll, we'll get you to the venue. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll pick you if you need, man. Yeah, well, that's perfect. Small enough that someone will get you to the venue. All right. Yeah, yeah. So like, I fucking get off the plane, and like, it, it's like a midday kind of thing. So I'm gonna. This is how this week is flowing. I'm coming up there, right? I'm gonna get up after a serious evening of a two-a-day workout. It'll be Friday. I will rise from the ashes of my grave. I will fucking go to this airport 
let them ocular and x-ray pat me down. I'm going to get on a plane, look angry, feel good. Get off that plane. Get on another one. Probably feel angry, look good. Get you, off the Listen, you know plane. what this is doing? This I'm, doing? Like, I'm, I shouldn't even say this, but I think the third Black Look album and Mopes album is a mm. fucking action movie. Well, listen, this is how it's going down. That's There's what I'm no, saying. This is what it's There's lots it. of finger guns being sprayed. I'm stepping off the motherfucking plane, and I'm going to look around angrily. And then apparently someone is going to be there to get me instead of me having to stare at my phone even more angrily. I'm going to get to this fucking venue. There might be a sound check. There might not be. I will find a restroom, and then I will walk out of that restroom. And I will have with me and within my carry-on because I'm not checking a fucking bag. I'm going to have with me various forms of different merch and different things that I'm going to hate. I'm going to disdain the process of having to sell them to people, but they're going to fucking pay for them or I'm going to make them take them. And then after that, when the set takes place, they will all die, as we aforementioned, one foot. I will remove my foot from the <laughs> rectal orifices of everyone and oral. And then I will, at the end of the night, be back on a flight by like five something in the morning to land in Richmond so that I can land, get from the airport majestically, land at my crib, transform, spin like a Sims character, go the fuck back out, play a block party with my band where we can't curse. No curse words. I'm going to do a song called Stimulus Fuck without cursing. And then I'm going to rock that show with the band. I'm going to help them put the gear back at the space more than likely. Go back to the crib, spin around again go back out to gallery five, do a spoken word event where I'm going to challenge the crowd to ask me questions and stump my freestyle ability. They can't fucking stop me. It can't be done. I can freestyle about anything at any given motherfucking time. Don't test me. I'm going to do that shit. And then after that, I'm going to step back motherfucking out that joint. And then that night, I'm going to go do my radio show from one to three in the motherfucking morning. And after I'm done servicing records and blessing the master with the illest hip hop possible, I'm going to return to my abode, not humble, but ready. I'm going to pass the fuck out at some point, probably about five or six. I'm going to rise from the grave. I'm going to stretch twice as much. That's right. Not one set of stretches. Two sets of stretches. And then I'm going to run my virtual 10K from the Monument 10K. Around the block. That's 12 times around my block. After that, I will take a shower, continue to post, and write a journal entry and give you an affirmation on social media after I post some sort of flexi picture. And then after that, I will get, begin to think about what the fuck I'm going to do because the next day, I have to take my mom to a neurologist appointment at 8.30 in the fucking morning, and I hate the morning. And then after that, I will have band practice with the band and get right back to doing the radio show. I won't work out because I will have ran 6.2 miles a day before. And then on that Tuesday, after I right, do the radio right. show from 11 to 1, <laughs> I will finally hopefully recharge. But this is how serious I am about this weekend. And it all starts with me fucking y'all up up there, man. I'm dead ass about this shit. You know, your ass is going to be dead. You see? Yes. Action film. Dude, I, I, I swear to God, that's the, that's the concept in my head right now. There you go. I, I feel and you it. know, I'm about that axe, you know. Yeah, no, BDA, I know. Yo. And listen, you have like the you have like the wrestling promo, like the the look, it's already there, dude. We're, we're, we got it. All cool. right. I look forward to that. Uh mm. but yeah, before I let you go, uh, what's the best way for people to stay connected with you? Is it through Oh, social channels, me, through emails, any, or any kind of yeah, anything, through, through black social uh, media. Yeah. All my social media is B-L-A-C-K-L-I-Q, black lick, one word. You message me, just listen to the dogs that bark that don't bite. Don't send me a voice text or a voice DM, right? But besides that, I'm here for it, any kind of thing. I suck at doing comments on social media because it means people will, like, will go back and forth, and I don't like to use my phone. I don't like to stare at that shit. But I'm always open to that. If you have music or a hip-hop artist, 
you want your music to be played on the radio in my area and along with my network of DJs, holler at me or just check my profile page on IG for the instructions to mention music. I love to play it, FCT clean only. On top of that though, just remember positivity, perspective, and patience are the three Ps that I help you deal with your bullshit on a daily basis. Flat list. Nice. Yeah, and uh, Mopes on Twitter, Mopes on Instagram, and then if you want label stuff, go to strangefamousrecords.com. All of our stuff is there. Merch. Yeah, check out the back catalog, get some tips. Yeah, exactly. Um, cool. Well, thank you both. Uh, this was this was awesome. Uh, it yeah, was really cool. James, to get thank you, learn. man, for always supporting, helping out, and shit. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Look forward to uh, seeing you in uh, a short time at the Mets. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And make so sure much. you stretch for that foot. Coming. I don't know. No, nah, yeah. James is no nah, James. He he's 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 gonna be with the crew. The crew's gonna well, then, <laughs> make sure you stretch your, your sense of shame and guilt when you see other people get that foot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, I guess I think what Black is saying is no one is safe. You oh, might be oh, hanging Jesus out backstage Christ. most, uh, but you're like, yeah, oh shit, yeah. is that uh, a foot in my ass? And you're I, like, <laughs> I, did I thought show, I was safe. You know, <laughs> nobody's safe. I did a show with Prof one time, and Prof was like, yo, if he's walking around here like a caged animal, and is he always like this? <laughs> And my man BC was like, that's just black, man. That's just how he is. And I was just yeah. like, yeah, man, this is what the fuck I do, yo. So yeah. I'm really excited. And oh, one last thing I got to say. I got to say this. You sure. brought it up earlier. Mopes' album, Unwound, oh, is yes, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. And after you get tired of listening to me, please listen to that album. Because despite like how great the Mopes EP is, unwound is is mm -hmm. really special to me the, there's a certain sort of like intention and there's addiction and um and just the storytelling and and mm -hmm. it's really the weight of the words and how it hits so well with the low end of the record it's a really special album and um i really hope that people will take the time to experience that because i'm, Thanks, I'm really proud of that album mm -hmm. you're welcome you're, i yeah, fucking love you. it and it, and also the red and white of it is like the scheme that, that sonically it does come with like how you you produce the the red and white fucking seven inch and shit so like yeah I, it's, it's a really fucking beautiful album though Thanks, and man. um yeah. just yeah like life is like a short-term memory so just try to remember that shit and also check out Black Licks catalog. I mean, uh, you have, yeah. I don't know, 20 freaking records. I don't even know, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. just well, to, I'll say this. Uh, Black yeah. put out two really good records, one with Obliv and uh, yep. uh, one single with Dub Sonata. Um, I know that Black is, is working with Man Bites Dog doing stuff. So, yeah, check mm -hmm. out his work with Man Bites Dog. I, I think just support. I mean, Black is just, he, he's a real inspirational dude, and he's a real dude. Like, there yeah. are a lot of people that want to, like, give advice and beyond some bullshit and black is actually real with it he's a fucking mm -hmm. solid dude so if you're gonna follow somebody and like pay attention to somebody he's the guy to do it yeah yeah all, all right, right. Yeah, thanks thank again you. guys yeah. this was really right, cool man. and uh, i'll talk See to you, you soon. soon yeah man. yes you will yo have a good night guys all right. bye. bye i don't know how to pretend to be I just focus on the present, I don't focus on the past I just focus on reflecting, I'm not looking back I don't even really care, nigga, I am just here None of this is on purpose, fuck it I can really care less, I'd have had enough stress If I don't have the answer, I take a good guess I am underestimated every day by myself Fuck it, my mom worries every day about everybody else I tell her put yourself first, fuck everybody else I thought Pops was selfish, he was afraid There's things that went lost, cannot be replaced My brother has feelings, one day I just stopped Fuck it, 
I belong in a percentage, so they said that I'm autistic It's like having faith but not being that religious It's hard to move forward when it seems contradictive Cause even though I'm sober right now, I'm so addicted The distance, I'm so isolated and I love it I live a public life, but I hate to be in public People ask me all the time for advice, so I give it I'm really like this, this is not at all a gimmick Don't ask me how I did it, ask me how I do it I'm still going through it, any moment I can lose it These niggas don't get me, these bitches I don't trust them It is what it is, I just say fuck it Don't ask me how I did it, ask me how I do it I'm still going through it, any moment I can lose it These niggas don't get me, these bitches I don't trust them It is what it is, I just say fuck it So much on my mind, yet they ask about my hair This is not free form, this is I don't care I don't need a lactician, my mind been twisted I dress insipid, at best indifferent If I itch, I scratch, if it scratch, I itch it Fuck it, I never been this happy, never been this depressed My friend got married, he still paid for sex Sometimes with his wife, sometimes someone else The way I see it though, at least he honest with himself Some things only last if you fuck it up worse Fuck it, it's not about the cost, it's about the worth We can have a conversation first by the merch I feel the same way every time I write a verse Even if you quit the job, you can't quit the work Don't ask me how I did it, ask me how I do it I'm still going through it, any moment I can lose it These niggas don't get me, these bitches I don't trust them It is what it is, I just say fuck it Don't ask me how I did it, ask me how I do it I'm still going through it, any moment I can lose it These niggas don't get me, these bitches I don't trust them It is what it is, I just say fuck it Fuck it.